ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. ESPN Wisconsin College Therapy, brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. We're live at Pooley's Bar and Grill on the east side of Madison having, uh, well, we're having a good time at Pooley's. We're just not having a good time overall because the Badgers fall 34-10 to to the Illinois Fighting Illini, the Illinois Fighting Brett Bielemas, uh at Camp Randall Stadium today. Embarrassing. Ridiculous. Unsettling. Uh, you got any other adjectives there? Nauseating. Oh, there's a good one. Did you throw up? Uh, I just went to the bathroom and back, so maybe I did. We'll keep that a secret <laughs> yeah. between us. He's Brad Nortman and Alex Strofe. Here on ESPN, Wisconsin College Game Day. Planning any event can be stressful and time-consuming. The planning, production, and performance offered at Celebrations Entertainment is the best in the business. Award-winning DJs, photo booths, MCs, and a benefit auctioneer will be on your team to help create a lifetime of memories. To have your guests say it was the best party ever, visit CelebrationsEntertainment.com. That's CelebrationsEntertainment.com. Uh, yeah, I'll say this. I, I do believe this is the worst loss, at least in two decades, we've seen at Camp Randall. You mentioned the Penn State loss. That was what, 08? That was 08. That was 08. Um, I, that team, though, that Penn State team went to the Rose Bowl. So Okay. Very well, this Illinois team probably not going to the Rose Bowl, if I yeah. had to guess. So. Uh, but maybe they are. They are 4-1 and one now. I guess that's a lot better than the 2-3 and three the Badgers are. Uh, we have a poll on Twitter at Alex underscore Strofe, at ESPN Madison, uh, that asks you simply this. Are the Badgers in the dump, or is Illinois actually good? Got over 250 votes in at this point. The options, again, Wisconsin not good, Illinois actually good. And I gave you a both option if you wanted to cop out. But most of you going with Wisconsin's not good. In fact, Brad, 81% of people say Wisconsin is not a good football team after today's loss to Illinois. That is what we would call um, statistically strong <laughs> yeah, response. That, wow, that is hard. It's hard to get Good away. Good term from that. there, Brad. Yep. Nice job. Yep. And, uh, after today, it's hard to argue against that. Now it's it is. To, it's, it is. I, it's hard to. argue But only four percent say Illinois is actually good. Do you think Illinois is not actually good? I think. I think they're good. I think they're good. I don't know what people are. I don't. Look, I don't think you can do that to another Big Ten team without being pretty good. And they just they look tough. They look good. I, we need to give them some credit, which we have. And um, that's why I chose both. But I can understand that a more competitive Wisconsin team that you might – for those who don't think this Wisconsin team is good, who, who selected not good, which, again, I can't necessarily argue with that today at this moment, would be, it'd be much closer. If they were even good, right? This is a combination of a good Illinois team and, as it currently stands, a not very good Wisconsin team. And that's what you're going to get Fortunately, then. You're going to get right. a 24 point at home. Unfortunately, Lost. you are right. Gary on Twitter says, this is a dumpster fire of a team at this point. Not sure what changes need to be made, but they are regressing. I don't see them getting more than four wins Ooh. this season. They've already got two. Two. They'll get more than four. But will they? <laughs> I, I think what do they have left? Nebraska? Four. That's a winnable game. Nebraska's winnable. Um, they go at Northwestern, at Iowa, at Michigan State. They could lose all three of those. Yeah, they could. They could. Uh, um, who do they get at they home? Have, they have Purdue at home. 
Yeah, Maryland, I'm not feeling Maryland really confident about that. Maryland, maybe. Yeah, Purdue looked pretty good against Minnesota today. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, and Minnesota's good. They have Minnesota at home, Minnesota, too. that's probably the that's probably the least winnable game we have. Maybe that maybe Michigan, Michigan State? State. Maybe Michigan State on the yeah. road. And that pains me to say. Remember when we used to talk about these teams of being like, yeah, it's just a dub. That's a quick That's a dub. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's well, that's what I said this week. Yep. I said they would win what? What did I say? Thirty-one to fourteen. I, I almost yeah, had that I think uh, I wrong team. Yeah, winning, totally yeah. flipped. That's why I said to start. It looked like Illinois was Wisconsin. It was Wisconsin. It was Illinois in any normal type of scenario over the last ten years. You're right. You're right. So Gary says uh, dumpster fire. I like that. Hey, here from Green Bay Badger prediction: Braille and Allen enters the transfer portal after this year. Oh, I wouldn't go that. If he's a Wisconsin boy, I, I, I wouldn't. So I wouldn't. I don't think he'll do that. Uh, Tyler says there's nothing to chat about. Alex, fire Chris. It's not up for discussion. I think it's certainly up for discussion. <laughs> it's, it's up for discussion. It seems like it's deeper than that, but it's up for discussion. Uh, what else we got on the tweeter machine? At ESPN Madison, at Alex underscore Strofe. Scotty Moe says Badger alum are a bunch of Chris apologists. He might be referring to you. I'm not exactly sure. I'm okay with that. If you're going to call me that, that's fine. I just think, again, people underestimate. Okay, go find another coach then. Go find, go find a Barry Alvarez. Go find a Bielema. They're not hard. They're they're very hard to find. Yeah, they're not easy to. They're find. not. They're not yeah. easy to find. So, um, and again, we're we're not even halfway through the season. If if we're gonna if we're gonna sit back here and we're five and seven, I I can understand that conversation for yeah. sure. We're four games in, five games in, not ready for that yet. Uh, Jay Knox on Twitter says it's not fair. Ohio State has too many five stars. Oh wait, that was last week. Oh, pretty good. That is pretty good. Uh, Don on Twitter says, I think a good year is a winning season, a bowl game, a high graduation rate, and a low injury rate. Expecting anything more is a guarantee of frustration. He's not wrong. And you're, you're talking about your, your spread of expectations. And the problem is we're, we're falling low on that low end. We just got to make sure we actually pump through the floor. Yeah. We can't fall before, below the floor of expectations here this year. Yeah, no, it's tough. It's tough. 844-770-3776. That's the phone number to get in to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. He's Brad Nortman. I'm Alex Strofe. Uh Three kids just walked up to us and started laughing. I don't know if I said something stupid, if they think we're <laughs> ugly. I don't know what just happened there. But nonetheless, we're live at Pooley's on the east side of Madison. Got a BLT on the way. I'm excited to devour that because uh, it's something about me, Brad. When I'm frustrated, when I'm sad, I just, like, eat. It's just what I do to cope. That feels healthy to me. I don't, I don't know, I don't know if healthy that. is the right exact <laughs> word, but yeah, it's pretty close. I mean, I'm getting the Wisco burger, so and, and that's what's a, is there cheese curds on that? If it's a Wisco, it says burger? it's the most Wisconsin burger there is. I and there, I think there was a, a plethora of cheese. A plethora. Good. That sounds good. Look, it, maybe look it, it is up, you know what that means. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time here at Pooley's on the east side of Madison. We are having a good time, just besides the fact that Wisconsin lost to Illinois by 24 points at Camp Randall Stadium, but we can keep that between us. Mm. Uh, but we're not going to keep that between us. We want to. We we want you to join us. Eight four four seven seven zero, thirty seven seventy six. Hey, we'll get into some tweets of the game next. But first, big trailers and big opportunities are available at Stoughton Trailers. And big just got even bigger with starting pay at Stoughton Trailers now eighteen dollars per hour and up. Hundreds of immediate openings are available in Evansville, Stoughton, and Broadhead for both first and second shift opportunities for open positions, which include assemblers, welders, forklift drivers, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. Tweets of the game next at ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. 
post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. From L.A. to Piscataway, this is your college football scoreboard update, driven by Metro Ford of Madison. Good afternoon, Madison and Milwaukee. My name is Colin Russo from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios with your ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day scoreboard update. There's actually football going on. For those of you who missed the, the pregame show, I was doing this at 9 a.m. when there was no games on. But right now, as you saw, Illinois takes down Wisconsin 34-10. Superb game by Graham Mertz and company. You had Purdue traveling to Minnesota and taking down P.J. Fleck-led team. They were 20, 21 ranked. P.J. Fleck blown a game? Is, is, is the sky blue? Maryland hosting Michigan State right now. They are up 14-13 to 13 with four minutes left to go in the second. Michigan takes down Iowa on the road 27-14. to 14. Penn State playing host to Northwestern. That is a superb game. 14-0 with five minutes left to go in the second quarter. I'll be sure to catch that second half. Also in Columbus, you have Ohio State hosting Rutgers. They are up 21-7 right now. Seven minutes, 53 seconds to go in the second quarter. A lot of games going on. I know we're all waiting for Jacksonville to take on the Eagles tomorrow, 12 o'clock. Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, revenge game. This is your ESPN Wisconsin College scoreboard update. I'm throwing it back to Strofe right now. Metro Ford of Madison, Madison's trusted Ford dealership. Learn more at MetroFordOfMadison.com. <laughs> it's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I don't know if he's an update anchor or a comedian. What, what was that? I think it was a beautiful fusion of both of them. I mean, man, I, I've never heard it better. I've never heard of it. You are, man. A better score update? I have heard none. That was unbelievable. That was uh, better? I've heard better. Oh. Funnier? <laughs> I don't know that I've heard funnier. That was well done. He's Colin Russo back in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Running the show for us with your Metro Ford of Madison scoreboard update. I'm Alex Strofe alongside former Badger, former NFL punter. Played in the Super Bowl, played in an AFC Championship game for the who, Colin Russo? Jacksonville Jaguars in 2017, for those who forgot. <laughs> He's Brad Norman with me, live from Pooley's on the east side of Madison. Uh, this might morph into a Jaguars uh, postgame show. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, as we are live at Pooley's, we will get to our tweets of, in the, of the game in a second. But first, got to tell you about Carbon World Health which is your complete solution for fitness, health, and beauty. Carbon World Health is the country's first medically supervised spa and fitness facility. They combine both or all of the above, fitness, health, and beauty, with cutting-edge science and impeccable service, unlike anything you've ever experienced. Redefine limitation in their state-of-the-art fitness facility. Visit CarbonWorldHealth.com for more information. It's time to get to our tweets of the game. Fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Let's yeah. see what the trolls were saying. Here are today's tweets of the game on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. So every game day, Colin Russo, our producer, back at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, dives through the Twitter sphere, the cesspool we know as Twitter, and gives us his tweets of the game. We respond simply with a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Colin Russo. Go ahead. This is a very interesting game. So, I uh, bet. I bet. Go through the Twitter sphere and see what we had cooking on social cooking. media. 
Uh, one of them that I thought was very interesting, we'll start pretty serious at first. Bucky's fifth quarter tweeted today earlier in the game. They said, would like to see a little more life out of Paul Christ on the sideline. Bielema is practically foaming at the mouth, yelling at the refs just about every play, while Christ just stands there. You guys agree with that? Is Paul Christ need a more, little more life on the sideline? Uh, yeah, I'll actually give that a thumbs up. He, uh, the body language not good from the Wisconsin sideline today, and typically that's something they've worked on, right? We talked with Keanu Benton and Rutledge and Hamilton this past Wednesday, and he said, yeah, even though we were losing to Ohio State, we still had energy, right? Like the, the, the sideline was still lively. When we lost to Washington State, we weren't even jumping around. Same thing happened today. They weren't jumping around, not lively, not feeling confident. We're the Wisconsin Badgers. I'll give that tweet a thumbs up. I'm going to give it a thumbs down just specifically with Coach Chris and Coach B. They, their personalities could not be more different, right? That Coach Bielema was the same Coach Bielema that I know and play for. He's going to get on the refs. He's going to be energetic. He's going to be vocal. That's just not Coach Chris's personality, so I can't fault him for doing something that's just not in his personality. It's not the way he leads. It's not the way he handles himself. Neither is right or wrong. That's just how they do it. So Coach Chris, when he's, when he's beating you by 24, if he's losing by 24, he's going to be the same guy. So I do think the general sideline of Wisconsin, though, it looked dead. It looked quiet. Usually, if it's not the head coach, like um, Coach Chris in the sense, there are some hype men. Where were the hype men on the sideline? True that. True that. It was uh, it was gross. And our buddy Ryan Wollersheim, uh, producer with us here at ESPN, Madison was uh, covering the game today. He threw a Twitter or a picture on Twitter, rather, and you can find it on Twitter at ESPN Madison. Student section cleared out at the end of the third quarter. It was empty. It was, it was empty. I mean, the entire stadium was practically empty with 10 minutes left in the game. That's how you know it was a brutal one. Colin, what's next? You know, this one got a little dicey, but uh, I actually like this one, and I'm a Graham Mertz guy, too. But Buck Nasty tweeted earlier today. He said, want to overthrow Vladimir Putin? Send Graham Mertz to Russia. What are you guys' thoughts on that one? <laughs> um, I love that. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. It's funny. It's, but 100% is it funny. Uh, but 0% does that mean I know anything about Russian politics. But, damn, that's a funny tweet. I'll give it a thumbs up. I mean, if you cannot laugh in these moments, in these moments of pain, if yep. you cannot hold on to your sense of humor, you got nothing left. So I'm, all I say is uh, I don't know if it's thumbs up or thumbs down, but I'm laughing. That's I'm funny. laughing, too. It's a funny tweet. I will say Cramert's uh, a little bit more at fault than he was a week ago against Ohio State and uh, – couple weeks back against Washington State. This was the the first game where I really felt, yeah, if Graham would have played better, it might change the outcome, but it was still a 24-point drubbing. Mm -hmm. Um, And the interceptions really only account for 14 of those, so there's Mm -hmm. still a 10-point differential, uh, regardless of Mertz interceptions. Uh, Brutal game, brutal game, brutal game. Funny tweet, though. What's next? Yeah, I got one more for you guys. Chris Burke tweeted earlier. He said, this one's interesting, especially for the Packer fan. He says, if you squint hard enough, Paul Chris looks like the 2017-2018 Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. Good man, oh. but the program has gone stale. Your thoughts? Oh, damn. Whoa. Uh, I don't like how accurate that was. I'm going to be really frank. Because I, I, I've defended Paul Chris continually, right? Like, I think he's a good head coach. I still think he's the best option for this program. But, damn, man, that's an accurate tweet. It's a big thumbs up for me. I'm going to go with a thumbs down. I think that pro football and college football, first of all, the, the tweet did hit different. It made me pause for a second. I will say that. Um, I think college and pro football, very different as far as changing a head coach. I think you can change a head coach in the NFL with much more ease than you can in, the, in college football. There is tons of implications of, of changing it 
in college football. Um, I think it can be quite healthy sometimes in the NFL, even just personalities in the room. Not the case with uh, with college football. Be careful what you wish for a little yeah, bit true. With, um, with, with firing a certain coach in college football. But I got to say that tweet made me pause. <laughs> Fair. It made me pause as well. It's uh, it's been a rough couple of weeks for the Wisconsin Badgers, man. It has. It's been weird. I just I'm not used to this, right? And we did it last year to a point where they started under 500, and it took them a while to get going. And that's certainly the path we're trending down now. But this is different. It's just different. You don't lose to Illinois at home, let alone in that fashion by 24 it, points. Yeah, I, I think that's what's hard is that. I'm still not ready to give a verdict. I think that's fair. I think that's fair to not give a verdict until we see the total total part of the season. We, I was on a team, and, and again, this is very different, but I was on a team in 2013, I believe it was, in Carolina, and we started 1-3, and three, and they were already calling for Ron Rivera's head. Yeah. And we, we, we won like 10 straight. We won the division, won a playoff game, and um, we stacked those together and ended up going to the Super Bowl and – Ron Rivera's a great head coach, and he's had a ton of success. And it's it's different, but it's also not different because dynamics can change throughout the season. You can go on a winning streak. You might not. I'm not predicting that they do go on a winning streak. I'm just saying just let's be careful to issue a verdict too early. Let's wait and see how this season goes. And you know what? If we're sitting on four or five wins, I will share in your frustration, and I'll be – I'll be, I'll be open to suggestions on what would be a better solution. Um, that's not Wisconsin football. It's not the Wisconsin standard. I think we're trending toward a 6-7 win season. I'm not sure I see us getting to 8. But um, this one does feel different. This feels like a different loss. It does. It really does. It's unique, right? Like, this is a very – it's not comparable to Ohio State. No. It's semi-comparable to Washington State, but not even entirely because that game wasn't a blowout the way this one was, right? Like, it wasn't necessarily close against Washington State, but you still felt like you had a chance entering the fourth quarter. Whereas in this one, you knew it was over by halftime. Is that a stretch? Or was it by the muffed uh, kick thir- third, the third quarter. quarter? Once we muffed the kick in the third, they got the ball, went down and scored. And, and then, then the muffed muff, muff kick, and you then the they ball got the, the right ball. I was like... Oh my gosh, this is very real. This is happening. Yeah. I, I just don't remember a time when Wisconsin was blown out by what we'd consider, and not, not even blown out score wise, but statistically, eye test, everything, yeah. by what we'd consider to be an average Big Ten team. Okay, the, the Penn States of the world when they're on the top, and Ohio State, and even Michigan. Look, like, okay. Like that happens. I get it. I, that happens. But I cannot remember, even in my losses in that seven and six year, I can't remember a loss from a team that you would consider to not be top-tier Big Ten in such an embarrassing fashion. I think that's what gives me such pause and such frustration that I think the Badger faithful is trying to come to grips with. So um, it could be a one-off. We'll see how we respond next week because next week, as we look ahead a little bit at Northwestern, if I'm not mistaken, that's the next, the next one on the docket, we should win that game. This is a, this is a down Northwestern team for Northwestern. And it's not like they they hold a bizarre home field advantage where they it sort of feels strange to play there because it's yeah. quiet and eerie. And we'll get to right. that next week. But. Well, Barry Alvarez put it best, right? He's like the locker room stink. It's better. <laughs> it's worse than a high school locker room. Yeah, feels like you're playing on a high school field. 
it's just it's gross there, mm-hmm. and it's it's it, as weird as it is and as quiet as it is. It's just like a wacky atmosphere. Yep. He he always says he'd rather play at Ohio State than Northwestern. I think that's a great point, and and even the teams I was on struggled at Northwestern. So we are going to see how this team responds because they should beat Northwestern. Northwestern is not a very good football team. If they lose next week, they follow that up going to Michigan State. So there was a real potential the Badgers could lose four in a row, which I have no idea the last time that happened. Yeah. I, I mean, we're talking early 90s probably. I think you're probably right. Um, I, okay, I didn't think they were going to lose today. I really don't think they lose next week. I really don't. Northwestern's not good either. They're so. not good. I, what if that's little... just a game of the uglies, though? Like, what if it's just like just a 7-6 Wisconsin win, just gross game? I think that's a reasonable expectation. I, I could see that happening. I don't. I don't think Wisconsin blows them out. No, um, I don't either. We just got to get back in the win column. We just got to get back with a little bit of confidence, a little bit of optimism, and um, you just need to have a little bit of resolve, a little bit of looking to what's inside of you and letting it come out. And if and if you've got the the pride, which I know these players have and these coaches have, to let it shine. Yeah. You're right. He's Brad Nortman. I'm Alex Strofe. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, and fueled by Mountain Dew. Try Mountain Dew Zero Sugar today. Zero the sugar, all the dew. It's available everywhere, and it's delicious. Flat out. I love me some Mountain Dew. I also love me some Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. I've always been one of those guys like, ah, I just want the normal thing. But I tried Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. Still got the caffeine. Still delicious. Still the dew. Do the do with Mountain Dew, a proud partner of the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, how do we choose a drive of the game when you lose by 24 points? We'll try to figure that out next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I think shit. I mean, Coach said it. He hit the nail on the head during halftime. You got it. You got to draw the line in the sand at some point. Like, like, what are you going to do about it? Um, and I, I think that the line's been drawn and, and I've gone through it about ten times now. So we got we got to do something different as captains on this team, and and we will. So we got to we got to attack it, attack it head on. That's Badgers quarterback Graham Mertz saying, yeah, we got to do something different. Got to draw the line in the sand. It's ESPN Wisconsin College game day. We're live at Pooley's on the east side of Madison. Alex Stroh, former Badger, Brad Nortman with me as we continue to react to the Badgers. 34-10 loss to Illinois. What do you make of that, Brad? Brad Graham Mertz saying, yeah, we got to draw the line in the sand now that we've lost the game. We shouldn't have lost. Oh, man. I don't love that. No. I understand what the coaches are challenging you. I understand what he's saying. I feel a little cliche for me. A little uh, bit, yeah. But, Just a little bit. <laughs> but I understand. It's nothing to draw. It's nothing to hold blind. And I think that, I think they know this is not what is expected. So I think they know and they've been challenged. I guarantee the coaching staff is challenging them and draw the line of sand and hold that line. I just think that whatever it is to do something different, I just I would love a little bit of insight in his opinion on what that might be. Is that a mentality thing? 
Yeah, no, you're right. What is does that mean? We get a players only meeting now, right? Like, is it like, were you ever part of a players only meeting? Yeah, yeah. I what was. are those like? I've always been fascinated by them because I'm like, do they actually do anything? Sometimes they do, and then we hear about them four weeks after they've gone on a four week winning streak, and it's like, okay, that's where you drew the line in the sand to use Graham Mertz terms. I think we got a player meeting only coming. That's my I, prediction. I think we do, and I'm a. I don't think player only meetings do anything at all. I, I'm of that. I've sat in quite a few of those where it's a, um, hey, you know, coaches leave the room, players like we we had a chat or whatever, and it's just a lot of, a lot of yelling, a yeah. lot of like questioning your manhood, a lot of like we doing this or not. It's just it's everything you'd imagine it is, and it's just received. So is it like, just like okay? Everything I imagine it is is like. I need to make this radio clean, Brad. So let me let me just <laughs> filibuster for a second. Yep. Is it just a bunch of BS? Like, is it just like, yeah, we're not good enough. We need to be better, but we're not actually giving you a solution. We're just yelling because we're mad because we're two and three on the season. It, th it's a form of that. Yeah, yeah I mean, okay, it is. Fair. And like, like, are we are we putting forth any actionable plan yeah. to actually do that? Yeah. No. And 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 sometimes even if it is, it's like you know you got to make that play and you got to make that play and we got to focus more in practice. Well, we are focusing in practice and we are trying to make the play. So I I never have left a player's only meeting with an epiphany of like oh my gosh i didn't realize that we i'm not sure anybody did usually it's a sign of the wheels are falling off and someone's got to do something to change something so the 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 leaders amongst the players feel the need to say something but usually when a player players only meeting occurs it's almost too late to, in my opinion, I tend to agree with you 100. I, I, I don't think anything really gets done, and um, if you're it's calling just too a players late. meeting only or players only meeting rather, do it after Washington State. Do it after you're one and one, and you take a loss at home that you shouldn't have taken because you thought the first three weeks would be a breeze. Clearly, they weren't. You go two and one, and then you lose the next two, including one at home to Illinois. Uh, yeah, we're in panic mode. That's right. If, if there's a players only meeting coming, that means not only am I Alex Strofe in panic mode. That means Graham Mertz and Keanu Benton and Braylon Allen and Nick Herbig are in panic mode. That's true. And, and I would also say that sometimes those meetings can be detrimental. Not only do I not come out of the other side thinking... Have you been in bad ones? Ba things that turned bad to worse? Yes. It, there was, and I don't need details. I'm no, just curious. No, but yeah, the, the short answer is yes. Um, I think in that seven and six year, we had one at Wisconsin. That was kind of vanilla. Um, seniors are talking. Underclassmen are listening. Um, and you, you walked out and you're just like, okay, you know, I get it. This is no different than what the coaches are telling us, but whatever. Um, the times in the NFL, those are a bit different just because you're professionals talking to other professionals. Right. And so there's a sense of like, well, you're calling me out. What about you type of thing? So that, that can be a little bit more hairy. In, uh, in NFL. Now, if it's Tom Brady coming out there and saying it, then, you're, then you listen, right? But there's a lot of times where I, I think it can almost be divisive. Where it's I'd like, imagine. you know, where you're you're up there calling us out. I better hope you're taking ownership too, of of, of all. The, and most of the time you do. Right. But at, at the bare minimum, I don't think it does anything. And worst case scenario, it causes more division. 
It's kind of what I expected. He's Brad Nortman. I'm Alex Strope at ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I think this is an easy answer, but let's get to the Chalmers Jewelers drive of the game. It's the drive of the game. On ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The Badgers punctuating and pulling away. The drive of the game is brought to you by Chalmers Jewelers, helping guys score for more than 25 years. Yeah, that's an all-time line in radio. Helping guys score for over 25 years is Chalmers Jewelers. Scott, Ruth, and their team over there, Garrett as well, at Chalmers Jewelers do a great job. Um, Brad, I think this is an easy answer. It's the drive you and I did not see today because we were wrapping up our pregame show. It was the very first drive of the game when the Badgers went and got their only lead of the game. The opening drive was a uh, a seven-play, 53-yard drive where the Wisconsin Badgers. It was a great kick returned by Isaac Garendo that ended up in an Isaac Garendo touchdown on a 21-yard throw from Graham Mertz. It's my drive of the game. I don't know if there's another option for you, pal. That's uh, that's my drive of the game too. I mean, we we missed it. I looked at the play-by-play as it has it uh, on the backside of it happening, and I was like, great, special teams is rolling. Got a big kickoff return. Graham's on fire. Four for four. Touchdown. Let's go. The one thing I was like, hmm, that's weird. We didn't really run the ball with much effect. But hey, we're just working through it. I thought, here we go. This is exactly what we predicted pregame. We're right in the ship. Let's do yep, this. Yep. And. Uh, it was hot downhill was, from there. Downhill from there. <laughs> true. Man, it was rough. Uh, yeah, no, that's the drive of the game. And, and when I say the drive of the game, I mean it, is, it was the drive of the game. Mm-hmm. The only. It was the only drive yeah. of the game, right? They had a field goal on another one, but it was the drive of the game. It's as simple as that. Hey, it's a virtual world, and like it or not, your company has to navigate it. But that doesn't mean the journey has to be painful. What if your company's space was smarter, technologically integrated, and able to perform beautifully across all virtual meeting environments? With smart spaces, that dream does become a reality. Smart spaces will get you the right technology for the right reasons with a listen-first culture. They'll learn your business's needs and provide seamless solutions for your office. Improve your business today at smartspaceswi.com. That's smartspaceswi.com. We wrap up ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day after this as we give out our honorary game balls. Brad Nortman has never given out a game ball in a win, and we will continue that tradition after this. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Ford of Madison is Madison's trusted Ford dealership. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, Metro Ford is the place to go. Visit MetroFordOfMadison.com or Metro Ford of Madison on the east side of Madison today. You can find their specials for the month. You can browse current inventory. And you can even contact somebody with the dealership on their website, MetroFordOfMadison.com. 
ESPNWisconsin.com. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Wrapping up our post-game coverage live from Pooley's Bar and Grill on the east side of Madison. I'm Alex Grove alongside former Badger Brad Nortman. And we are both depressed. I think is the best word. It was a tough yeah. loss today to Illinois. You lose by 24 points at Camp Randall to Illinois. You know it's not a good day. Uh, but I will say, Brad, I, I've been because I wanted to wait until tensions cooled a little bit, right, fresh off the game. Are you happy for Coach B? You know, the short answer is yes, okay. I am. Um, You're mad at your alma mater, obviously. Yeah, I would much rather have this gone differently. Right. However... I would consider Coach B a friend, to be quite honest. I would consider Coach Chris a friend. I would. There's a lot of people when you're just in that world. The head coach it matters so much, right? right? I mean, they they breathe. I mean, you could tell from the pregame shows and the and the stories that Coach. I owe a lot of my success to Coach B, right? And um, I'm sure the guys feel the same way about Coach Chris. He was our OC, so I wouldn't really deal as right. much Mont- with him. But, I know Monte but, Ball, who we heard from earlier, yeah. credits them a ton with so his success. If yeah. you've never experienced that relationship, it's hard to describe. Yeah, and and you never really lose it. And so even when Coach B left for Wisconsin, left from Wisconsin to Arkansas. And that was painful as a Badger, and as someone who is a Wisconsinite and who is a fervent Wisconsin Badger fan, you still weirdly want to see him do well. It's it's hard to describe. So, look, I this is not how I expected the day to go, and this is not how I wanted it to go. But to see him land on his feet, knowing him as a man, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. Yeah, I, f- I figured. I was just curious, you know, how you viewed it both from the alumni perspective and then also your former head coach coming into Camp right. Randall and beating your alumni. Uh, I thought it was thought it was interesting. Hey, Liberty Station American Tavern and Smokehouse is not just a barbecue restaurant. They have fish fry, walleye, and vegetarian options available, and they have a menu that is sure to please everyone. Liberty Station smokes their meats daily with a 1,000-gallon. Let me say it again. 1,000 gallons. It's a whole hell of a lot of gallons. Custom smoker giving you the freshest experience possible. Enjoy happy hour with daily discounts and both food and drinks at their large bar with 20 draft taps and multiple TVs to watch the big game. They've got a sprawling patio in an indoor and outdoor porch area as well. But get this. If you mention the code cheers to Bucky, that is cheers to Bucky, to your server, to your bartender, to whoever, you will get 15% off all food. That's cheers to Bucky at Liberty Station American Tavern and Smokehouse off the Beltline on Rim Rock Road. It is time to give out the highest honor this postgame show has. It's time to give out our game balls. Who outshined the rest? Time for the guys to give out their game balls. Yeah, it is time to give out our game balls. I'm going to let Colin Russo go first, but before I actually let him give out, give out a game ball, we haven't heard from him a ton. So I'd love to give you, Colin Russo, 30 seconds, 45 seconds, whatever you need. Let it out. Let it vent. What are you feeling after Wisconsin's 34-10 loss to Illinois? Well, from this show specifically, I thought that Gary Ellerson call was very interesting. Uh, I thought the whole spiel about the culture and everything. There's been eight coaches since he was there. So the whole idea that, like, if we get rid of Christ or if he moves on or whatever it will be, that the culture will just completely implode on itself – I don't necessarily agree with that. I think you are Mm -hmm. completely capable of maintaining a culture of academic excellence and athletic excellence, and changing the coach doesn't necessarily impede with that. So that was the one thing I thought was a little interesting and how it was kind of like a make or break. Like, you could totally be both. Like, we've been both before, as you said. We've been successful 
in the past having this culture of academic excellence. So just because we expect it doesn't mean that we are denouncing the fact that we don't expect these athletes to graduate and we don't expect them to focus on their academic careers. That's sure. not the case. They're supposed to be good at both. That's why they were recruited there, because we are good at both. So the idea that you're getting one or the other, I thought was a little uh, kind of out there. And I thought that yeah. was, yeah. It's a great point. Yeah. And as for the, um, the game itself, we stink. That's all I got to say. <laughs> we stink, says Colin Russo. All right, Colin Russo, if we stink, give out a game ball stand. Yeah, let's see how you go. Can how I, you go about do this? Do I have to give this to a Wisconsin Badger player? I would prefer that, but you don't have to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make you do anything. No, no, no. Let's. Kill it. I'll give it out to a Wisconsin uh, player. I'm gonna take one of the receivers because honestly, I thought the passing game had a little more success than anything in the running game. Uh, you know, I'll probably give it to Shamir Adike, despite the fact that a lot of it or Garendo. You know, Garendo had a good first drive, and that touchdown was a very nice touchdown. I'll give it to him. All right, Isaac Garendo gets your game ball. He got injured. I don't, I'm not sure he returned either. So we'll see what happened there. The good news was though, Keontas Lewis took a nasty hit. Uh, was grabbing his knee on the ground, ended up returning to the game. So that was good to see from Keontes Lewis uh, on the injury front of things. Brad Nortman, your game ball goes too. Man, I, I I can't give one to a Wisconsin player. I've been sitting here thinking about who I might give it to, and I, I really can't. So by technicality, who maybe was once a Wisconsin something, I have to give it to Brett Bielema. I really do. Still that's gonna, mine. That's, that's fine. Yeah, it's just, look, we struggled today no doubt about it he also earned it he he had a great game plan against us he has done a lot to turn the culture of that program around he's got some he's got some studs on that team and to go into a hostile environment camp randall stadium a lot of emotions the whole stadium rooting against him man i give him a ton of credit yeah i do too um i've thought about a million different directions to go with this game ball right do you give it to clay cundiff who didn't play today obviously because the offense looked distraught without him I'm not going to go that route. I could give it to Graham Mertz, but he also threw two interceptions. I'll give it to my man, my main man, Keanu Benton. Oh, I like it. I love Keanu. He had two sacks yeah, today. Yeah, he was, yeah, his name was called. He was active. Um, and as much as, you know, obviously Illinois pounced all over Wisconsin's defense, uh, I thought he did. I thought he had a nice game, right? He, he, like I mentioned, he had the, uh, the two sacks, got to the quarterback, had a little sack celebration regardless of the result. Always happy to see that. Um, three tackles overall, but the two sacks were big. Regardless of Wisconsin's lack of presence in the Illinois backfield, I thought Keanu was good, so that's where I'll go with my game ball because I love Keanu and I refuse to talk badly about him. I like it. How's that for an answer? That's a great answer. It's, uh, it's one of the few players who uh, certainly has me wrapped around their finger. Yeah, I, I think Keanu Benton can do no wrong. He has a way to do that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's very likable, very he's, awesome dude. He's a likable dude. I will also shout out, though, Jordan Turner, who returned to action. He had eight tackles, led the team. I thought he played a nice game. Uh, we haven't seen a ton from him this year, so I thought Jordan Turner played a nice game defensively as well. But how good of a defensive game did you actually play if he allowed 34 points? But asterisk, right? He had the, punt re or the kick return fumble. Mm -hmm. That ended up in your red zone. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be points regardless. Couple short fields on interceptions. Uh, short, exactly. The two interceptions. So, like, uh, the defense didn't play well by any means, but they didn't play absolutely awful hey, a big thanks to dj stanick and colin russo for holding it down across espn wisconsin here on espn wisconsin college game day brad nortman uh we'll be back together again next week looking forward to it
Well, let's hope you can get a win next week. You are 0-3 this year. I, I might be the problem. We all need to take ownership of it. I'm taking mine. I'm proud of you. He's Brad Norton. I'm Alex Strope. This is Benny ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We are brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. We'll be back with you next week before Northwestern. Enjoy the loss. Peace.